celebrating the connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Well, well, here's the number, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. It's feeling mighty festive in the studio. The eggnog usually doesn't start this early in the month. but uh, <laughs> We needed it today. It appeared. Did you bring this in this morning, Joey? Is this your eggnog? No, that's not That's not mine. It's mine now. <laughs> Are you, you're not even going to share it, huh? That's okay, I'll let you have some. Uh, that'll make the show good. No, I guess it's for the listener. You're supposed to drink the eggnog, then the show will sound better. Oh, so okay. if you have eggnog at home, go on over to your refrigerator now and grab some for the show. Uh, we have today a pet nanny. She Actually, she's not a pet nanny anymore. She was a pet nanny. She actually sold her business, and she wrote a book about the, the, the curious connection between animal owners and their pets and some of the weird things that she had to do as a pet nanny. I know I, that... I can relate. I could write a book myself. How many animals do you see? Oh, I have a, quite a few list. regulars, and then I pick up new ones all the time. What are the weird things that uh, pet owners ask you to do for their pets? Anything strange? Anything strange. You know, no, they're they're pretty normal. Pretty normal. Well, the one has, you know, I have to make sure that the dogs get their green beans every day. Sure. So Well, that's that's, that's pretty normal. Yeah. They want me to go over to their house every two hours. Oh, that's... Do oh you, what about on the weekends and uh, holidays? Do you have to work those days? Oh, definitely. Those are your best days. And you get... you get It's like extra pay because it's a holiday pay, so you can actually charge more if somebody wants you to watch their animal over the holidays. Yeah. Hmm. I guess my, my, my worst one, not anything strange, but I had a dog, the dog that just wanted to kill me. Oh, my God, this dog. He did not like you at all? No. Way? He, he bit wow. me when I went over there to introduce myself. <gasps> oh. This dog bit me i haven't been bit in 40 years and uh they were going to be gone away for 10 days and i told them i said i said it's my goal this dog is going to be my best friend they're like well i said well it's going to be i'm determined and i tell you what by the third day this dog was on my lap oh wow i wonder how many pet sitters they went through before well you know they said they've never left her because she's just too mean she can't they can't have anybody come into the house and she just needed to get to know you i I took pictures and they could not believe it and then when I, (laughs) i went over there to turn in the key at the end and i said watch this and i called her and she came running to me and did her circle and jumped up and licked me and kissed me and they were just shocked i I think there's going to be more entertaining stories with this pet sitter she's been doing it for a long time and she's she's running into a lot of weird animals so we'll talk to her in just a few minutes right here on animal radio also our hero this week is how old is she 80 she's 84 84 years years old. old Mm-hmm. You just have to wait. Yeah, I don't want to give this one away. Out. You have to find out what this courageous little old lady did. Joey Volani, the dog father, what do you got on the show today? Well, we're going to, it's almost like a buyer beware um, segment today, um, where we're going to talk about, you know what, what you should know about your professional groomer before you bring your dog in there and, you know, really what to look out for. And Tammy, what are you working on in the newsroom? Well, one thing that really has been driving me nuts over the past couple of years is breed-specific legislation. legislation rather, I hate it. Ci- I do, too. Mm-hmm. Where cities ban certain types of breeds, specifically pit bulls and rottweilers. Not not getting to know the dog or anything. Just if it's that or it's that, it's gone. Well, I've got the story of Zeus from Louisiana. Zeus is this big, beautiful, gorgeous, mushy pit bull who actually is a service dog to a young lady with some health issues. And they said Zeus had to go or they were going to destroy Zeus. But you know what? Zeus just won. So I'll have the story of Zeus and his victory. 
Okay, that's on the way right here. That's kind of cool because, you know, I never thought about that. What if your pit bull, yeah. which was banned, uh-huh. is your service dog? Like in uh-huh. Denver. And this one is. Denver, Colorado, for instance, they don't allow pit bulls within the city limits. What no. if? Absolutely. Huh. I guess you'd have to move. I don't know if they make exceptions. Well, we'll we'll find out with this news story coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. How about we answer your questions right now? Dr. Debbie's chomping at the bit at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Also for dog father Joey Villani, all toll free. And don't forget, if the phones are busy or for some reason you can't call now, you can always download the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android. And BlackBerry, it's made possible by the fine folks over at Dr. Foster's and Smith. So it's a free download, and you can ask your pet questions directly from the app. Pretty simple, as well as listen to the show, and there's a lot of resources over there. So go ahead and download that app right now. Uh, let's go to the phones. And we have Jeanette. Is it Jeanette? Hi, Jeanette. Yes. How's your toy poodle? Um, she's fine. What's going on with her? What's her name? Uh, Sophie. How's Sophie today? Yes. Uh, well, I just got home, and she's been... Uh, not caged, but uh, put in the kitchen while I was gone for a couple of hours. Uh-huh. But she's happy to see mm-hmm. me. Good. But um, and she's a good little dog. She's very loving, very affectionate. She's uh, uh, she listens to commands and everything. And she's two years old. But we have a couple little problems with her. Uh, one of them, she rolls a ball around the house all the time. And when she gets it in a place where it's hard for her to get out, she gets very frustrated and starts pulling on the carpet. She, did you say she rolls all over the house? Rolls a ball around she the house. She rolls the ball. Oh, she rolls the ball. around the house with her nose. Okay, all right. And I'm just envisioning I mean, her rolling. An hour, you know, she'll go for an hour with that thing all over the place. Okay. That's, that's her fun time, I guess. But when she gets it stuck in a place that uh, we have to tell her to back it up, so if she has trouble backing it up, she'll grab a piece of the rug and pull on it. So oh, I dear. Wonder if there's okay. any way I can break her from that. Well, um, in this behavior is only occurring when she's playing her ball regimen? Yes. Okay, well, I guess the simplest thing that I'm going to say is that we, we need to control that ball playing activity. Mm-hmm. Um, because especially if it's something she does almost to an obsessive level, um, mm-hmm. there's a, a bit of anxiety. It's fun, but it can be a bit of an anxiety uh, driving experience so that she may not uh, do her normal thing. She, her behaviors may be inappropriate at that time, and digging or you know tearing up the carpet um, is just a factor of her anxiety with wanting to get to that ball. Mm-hmm. So either we, A, control the timing and the area that she has while she's playing ball, um, or we deal with some chewed-up carpet and torn-up carpet, because yeah. um, there's not going to be an easy way as long as we allow her to play her game on her time without direct supervision. Mm-hmm. Now, there's other ways we can make this game um, maybe a little bit more of an outlet for her. So if we can take the ball outside, throw it, have her does she do retrieving activities or is it just where she pushes it uh, she pushes it and i play soccer with her you know we'll okay. have this all back and forth okay because if we can have a little bit more control over that playtime, where she can find the ball retrieve it you know or you can play back and forth with her that is going to decrease some of her anxiety if it gets out of her reach mm-hmm. and then she's forced to start to do some of these behaviors that are a little bit more on the obsessive line mm-hmm. so that that's probably going to be the easiest thing the other thing that i would make sure we do is that we give her some other physical outlet um besides the ball um because it really can become 
truly a, a problem uh, fun toy and, and I have a couple dogs that come here in my office and if we pull out a ball it, it's like they're in the zone and nothing else in this world matters and they're just totally focused on that well, and that can is. really become I'm sorry that's where she is if I pick up her ball to take it outside she actually barks and whines she wants me to put that ball back down yeah, yeah, she wants it. So I would say we need to also find some other outlets for physical activity for her. You know, and she may not love it like she loves the ball, but what it will do is it will help to expend some of that energy, especially that nervous energy that we're building up as we're playing ball. So we take her out. We go out running. We go out for walks. Um, you know, whatever it is that we can do for her that doesn't directly draw on that, that kind of the uh, obsessive uh, behavior with her ball and uh, do that in addition to her playtime with the ball and, and see if we can kind of wear her down a little bit and then just make sure you control the game that's that's truly the best that i can say as far as other than recarpeting your house that we're going to be able to control that pulls out just one little one little strand of carpet not like a big hole or anything just one little tuft yeah, that'd be more if she was a rottweiler i suppose you know (laughs) (laughs) mini poodles uh, yeah well she's a good dog though Wonderful. Thank you so much for your call. We appreciate you calling, and good luck with that. Hopefully uh, she can still enjoy her ball game and uh, leave the carpet at bay there. (laughs) This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. Give us a call. We're waiting at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Okay, radio listeners, I've got the Christmas deal of the day for you right here. Two words, Sherry's Fairies. These gourmet berries are juicy, decadent, and freshly dipped in dark, white, and milk chocolatey deliciousness. Then they're covered in amazing toppings like chopped nuts and chocolate chips. And right now you can get these gourmet dipped berries starting at $19.99. Plus, order today and get double the berries for just $10 more. That's a fantastic deal. And these berries are so festive, juicy, and irresistible. They're perfect holiday greetings for friends and family you can't be with this season. Or for that amazing party host, your child's teacher, clients. Trust me, if you want to make anyone smile this holiday, these berries are the way to go. Gourmet dipped berries starting at $19.99 and double the berries for $10 more. But hurry, Christmas is almost here and this deal expires this Friday. The only way to get this amazing offer is to go to berries.com, click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and enter secret code 8888. That's berries.com, secret code 8888. Hi, welcome to Hellsberg Diamonds. Hi there. Uh, We'd like to look at engagement rings. Uh, Wait, is that the Geico Gecko? Oh, hello. I'm just admiring this lovely diamond solitaire ring. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Well, that was easy. Now, who thinks it's a good idea to save money on their car insurance? I do. I do. Wow. I think we just had the wedding rehearsal. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Ugh, cold winter weather. It makes my skin so dry, itchy, and irritated. Can I get some help, please, for this winter skin of mine? Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing has the strongest non-prescription itch medicine available. Its seven moisturizers help heal skin, so you'll stop itching and start feeling relief fast. Ah, my skin feels like it's been on vacation, even with 10 inches of snow outside. Itch-free, worry-free, Cortisone 10. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Charlotte Ross on Animal Radio. Please remember to stay and neuter your pets.
wait till today's hero of the week. She is an 84-year-old Chicago gal. Apparently saved a dog. I cannot wait to hear that story. That's all in the way right here on Animal Radio in just a couple of minutes. But first, it's your calls, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. We go to Evie. Hi, Evie. Hello. Where are you calling from today? I'm from Simi Valley, California. The beautiful L.A. area. Okay, so what can we do for you? I got the whole team here. Okay, here's my question. My cat I've had for about nine months, and... Probably in the last three months, she has pooped in my shower three times. Okay. Nice surprise when you get up in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, okay, nice. <laughs> and can I ask you, what did, was the poop normal? Was there anything unusual about it? It looked normal to me. Okay. And do you have other kitties too, Evie? No. I have a dog. Okay. All righty. So um, what are you currently using for your litter box, and where is it located? I have, it, it's located in my office. Um, it's like a cardboard box, kind of, and you put the box inside it, and it has a little door to go in. Okay. And um, as far as, is there just that one box? Just one box, yes. Okay. All right. Well, um, and she's relatively new to you. Um, have Has she been rehomed? Was she an older kitty, or do you know her history prior? I don't know the history. I believe the rescue place got her from the shelter, so I okay. don't know. Okay. Well, some specifics that we might go into might be a little bit challenging because a lot of times when we talk about litter box issues with kitties, a lot of it is sleuth work and kind of looking at the layout of the house. And especially if we have a cat and dog household, I do like to look at the traffic flow, if you will, because even if cats and dogs get along and seem to tolerate each other, it can be upsetting if you're in the loo and a dog comes running by, stiffs their nose, sticks their nose up your backside and while you're doing your business. So that can actually create some... Um, uh, unwillingness to go back to the litter box or to use it in the future. So we do have to look at the floor plan in that way and make sure that we have opportunities for the kitty to get to the bathroom in an unobstructed way where we don't have to pass by where the dog is or where you know a busy door or family members or you know people are coming and going. So that's an important thing to look at. When I hear of a kitty that's pooping in an unusual place, but using the litter box otherwise for urine and in many cases for the the stool on a normal basis, it really tells me there's something wrong in the litter box environment, something that your cat is not happy with. And it may be something that um, was aversive that happened in the litter box. Maybe she had some pain in the litter box or the dog came by or something fell on her head. That's an aversion that they develop to the litter box site when they're either urinating or defecating. So that kind of memory, if you will, will kind of set up this behavior where they'll go elsewhere. The other thing is that we can just have a total substrate substrate preference. So, you know, we buy the kind of cat litter that we think we like or that we think our cat is going to like, but many cats don't follow the rules on the most common um, uh, chosen litter litter, uh, substrate. So, you know, the scoopable litter is great for some cats. Some prefer the clay. There are cats that actually prefer smooth surfaces. So it is possible your cat could really dig the way it feels to poop on a smooth surface. 
Um, okay. There are cats that prefer carpeting as well. So some of your homework is going to be to do a couple things. One would be, first thing I would do is give her an alternate litter box site somewhere else in the home. And it may be in the bathroom. It may be in some cats' situations. I'll put it exactly where the offensive uh, uh, problem is. Now, granted, you're not going to you know, shut down your shower necessarily, but it may mean that you need to put a litter box in the bathroom or really, very, very close nearby. It may even be by the doorway to the bathroom. And we try to set up a, a pattern of usage and consistent use. And um, in the meantime, you may want to make sure she has some limited access to the shower. Shut the shower door, maybe leave a little bit of water if you have a tub kind of shower set up. Um, I didn't something close of- the door because I thought, well, if she has to go somewhere, that's probably the easiest to clean. Yeah, it is, but then you're still not solving the problem. So then okay. you're just kind of, you're, you're being a, you know, a facilitator for that behavior. Okay. Um, so giving her options and solutions, but taking away that, that particular option that you don't want her to have. So don't okay. just shut the door and leave the existing box that it is. That, that's not going to work. Um, but then your other homework is going to be to make sure that that box is as clean as we can possibly imagine. So do you use scooping litter or the clay style or? Scooping litter. Scooping. Okay. So no matter what kind of litter you're using, twice a day, you're going to have to scoop the poop and uh, okay. pick up any of the waste. If you, okay. Since you have the clumping litter, we need to chew a complete change out every two weeks, throw away the old stuff, clean the pan with a um, non, um, non-ammonia-scented um, uh, cleanser, uh, nothing with fragrance in it. We're just going to use some, maybe just some dish soap would be all you need. Okay. Um, for, for folks that have clay litter, they need to be changing out that box two times a week when we have a cat that's not using it faithfully. Oh. And uh, what I often will do is with cats that aren't pooping in the right place is the, the easiest thing we can do to fix this problem is to get a bigger box. Um, so that's one thing. And the under the storage, um, under bed storage um Plastic containers, those are great things. And in many cats, we want to really make it big enough so that they can move, turn around. So get rid of the lid. (laughs) And I want to make sure your litter box is one and a half times the length of your cat's body. Um, if we don't, um, a lot of cats will kind of perch on the side and act like, you know, uh, I, this is okay, but I'm not, not really digging it. So bigger box, get rid of the lid, um, give her an alternate site, and then shut that bathroom door. And, uh, you know, don't let it keep on going because you, you definitely want to correct these problems before we set up a long-term pattern of this behavior. It's much harder to fix in, the, in those situations. Okay, sounds good. I have homework. You sure do. And what's your kitty's name? You didn't even say. Her name is Shimmer. Shimmer. All right. Yes. All my best to Shimmer. And, and yeah, just, you know, give her some options. You know, a lot of cats, they're just dying to tell us what they want in their bathroom. It's kind of like a kid with a, you know, decorating their room when they turn 13. What color do you want it? Oh, I want <laughs> litter that shimmers. <laughs> it's very important to her. Okay. Thanks for your call, Evie. Toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to reach out to the Dream Team right now. If you happen to have a Yorkshire Terrier or a Shih Tzu or a Pug or a Mini Schnauzer, listen up. Check out Doctor Debbie's Kindle books: Yorkshire Terriers, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers. How to be your dog's best friend. There are actually four different Kindle books right there, and you can get them at Amazon or uh, we have links over at the Animal Radio site right directly to those books. Uh, let's head back to the phones. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. 
Hey, it's Party Animal Time on Animal Radio. Vinnie Penn coming at you. All right, so those of you who have been following the Party Animal segment all this time know that I live in Connecticut, getting a lot of snow this winter. But i got to tell you something. Before Christmas, at one point I got very creative. I noticed some weird footprints in the snow in front of my house, and I grabbed my daughter and I lifted her up, and I said, Do you see those footprints over there? And she was, her eyes went wide, and I said, I think it's a reindeer. And I was very proud of myself. I was quick, and I point. I'm like, they're staking out the house. Santa sent a reindeer to stake out a house to bring all your gifts. And these footprints, I really can't trace what the animal is. But the other day, I saw them leading up and around behind the shed. And my daughter spotted them, and she said, is the reindeer coming back? And I said, no, and quite frankly, Daddy's a little worried. And she said, well, go behind the shed and, and see what it is. Now, I looked at these footprints. i got to take a picture. I'm going to talk to the gang at Animal Radio and see if I can take a picture of this footprint. And, and maybe we can post it on the Animal Radio site and you, you people can tell me what it is. If you ask me, I think it's a gigantic raccoon. It's like a half raccoon, half bear. That's what I think. And I will never go behind the shed. I, if, if my daughter ran by, Daddy, I'm going to go and find out. I would just yell, you're on your own. Let me know what it is. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. Hi, Joanne Worley on Animal Radio. Hello! And please spay and neuter your pets. Be a responsible pet owner. As a matter of fact, spay and neuter your friend's pets also. Give it to them as a present. What a good idea. Animal Radio is underwritten by Natural Balance Pet Foods, the finest food and treats you can buy for your pet. No matter which formula of Natural Balance Pet Food or solution-oriented treat you choose, it will truly be the food for a lifetime and a treat to treat them right. Visit naturalbalanceinc.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Jimmy Van Patten, and I'm here to talk to you about our solution-oriented treats for cats and dogs. Natural Balance Pet Foods offers several nutritious treat formulas with taste solutions for pets. Our treats feature unique ingredients like venison, duck, and salmon, accented with cranberries and pumpkin, and offer grain-free options. At Natural Balance, our philosophy is to provide pets and their owners the food for a lifetime. Natural Balance treats truly treat them right. For more information, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager is here. So good. Got a little bit of sweetness, but it goes down real smooth. Light, sweet smell to it. A little bit of orange in there. There is a little pinch of cinnamon. It makes you feel like, you know, winter's around the corner and you're getting ready for it. It warms you up and it makes you feel good. I wish they served Winter Lager all year round. This is actually my favorite beer from Sam Adams. Even though it's a dark beer, it's not a heavy beer. It's definitely a good beer. This is my jam, the Winter Lager. I love this more than anything in the world. Cheers. Thank you, Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager. Enjoy it while it's here. Boston Mass, it responsibly. There is a movement. A movement to simplify. A movement to find balance. It is a movement that's defined in every Bosch kitchen. Bosch kitchens are designed to be everything a modern kitchen should be. The precise technology in every Bosch appliance was invented with you in mind. Side-opening oven doors that give easier cavity access. Induction cooktops with zones that adapt to the size of your cookware. Dishwashers with a third rack to fit cutlery, whisks, and tongs. And with flush installation, the Bosch kitchen gives you a clean, integrated, and definitively European look. There is a movement to value simplicity as a luxury. There is a movement toward perfection in every detail. There is a movement toward the 2014 Bosch kitchen. 
Step up to a Bosch Kitchen package of three or more appliances and get a 10% rebate. See the new Bosch Kitchen at your Bosch retailer. The Movie Man Six Second Review starts now. It's Steve Carell like you've never seen him, and Foxcatcher is a real-life crime drama that would be criminal to miss. I'm in. Do you have trouble skin or acne? With Proactive Plus, your acne can heal, and you can help prevent new breakouts from happening. Call Proactive Plus now and receive a 60-day free trial, along with two free extras and free shipping. Call 800-677-6111. That's 800-677-6111. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Tammy Trujillo. The battle to save Zeus appears to have been won. Authorities in the Louisiana village of Moroville appear to have backed off on their demands that Zeus be gotten rid of or be destroyed. In October, Moroville passed a law banning pit bulls or Rottweilers. When they targeted Zeus, the whole thing blew up on national television and on the Internet. Zeus is a pit bull, and he helps the Owen's daughter, O'Hara, who uses a wheelchair and has spasms, which Zeus can monitor and gets her help when she needs it. An online petition to save Zeus garnered nearly 80,000 signatures. There was a Facebook page that simply exploded, and the story ended up all over the national news, including CNN. Now the Moraville City Board says no pets of any breed will be seized and that they will work to properly enforce the village's leash law rather than banning certain breeds of dogs. Yay. Well, here's another one of those stories to remind all of us never to give up on a missing dog. A woman in the Philippines has her dog back a year after Super Typhoon Haiyan hit. Here's what happened. The family had to leave their three dogs when they evacuated their home ahead of the typhoon. A typhoon, rather. Two of them drowned, but Bunny was there when they returned a few days later. Well, the house was nearly destroyed, so they left Bunny with relatives. Somehow, she went missing again in the chaos after the storm. Well, last month... A year later, they saw a dirty stray dog rooting through a trash bin on the streets. They called her name, and yes, it was Bunny. She's now safely back home. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. You know, Canine Caviar for their great human-grade ingredients in your dog's food. We now continue that tradition and excellent pet nutrition with seven single-serving cat food trays. We love our cats and dogs, and that's why we're featuring all human-grade tuna, salmon, and chicken proteins with other hand-chosen ingredients to promote proper nutrition. They're in environmentally friendly, recyclable, BPA-free plastic trays. Look for Canine and Feline Caviar products at your local pet supply store or online. For more information, call 800-392-7898. Hi, I'm Junior, Director of Marketing for Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for us dogs. I have the best job in the world, sniffing out hotels and destinations where they roll out the red carpet for canines and humans alike. To find out where I've been lately and to learn how you can travel like me, pick up a copy of Fido Friendly magazine at your local bookstore or subscribe online at FidoFriendly.com to find out what all the barking's about. (coughs) 
For 20 years, Lumber Liquidators has offered unbelievable low prices on hardwood flooring. This December, those prices just got even lower. No need to comparison shop. We've lowered our prices on hundreds of hardwood, laminate, and bamboo floors. Get pre-finished three-quarter inch solid hardwood for an unbelievable $189 and save up to 60% on our thickest and best laminates. Over 80 first quality laminates are now up to 40% off. Over 50 beautiful bamboo floors are up to half off. Plus, get up to 18-month special financing. Some stores claim to have the lowest prices, but seeing is believing. So visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. of Animal Radio is underwritten by the fine folks over at Everpup, the ultimate canine supplement made with all human grade grade ingredients, not yeah. human ingredients. Wanted <laughs> to make sure we pointed that out. Actually, put a little on your uh, dog's food. That's what Ladybug, she just loves that stuff. We sprinkle a little on top of her Stella and Chewies. And it's all made in the U.S. The dogs love the taste. And you know what's really important? The vets love what's in it. So you can get your first jar free. That's how sure they are that you're just going to love this stuff. And all you have to do is head on over to everpup.com slash radio. That's everpup.com slash radio. Or call 844-EVERPUP, E-V-E-R-P-U-P. Good stuff. And, you know, we try everything that we talk about here. We wouldn't tell you if we didn't like it ourselves. Yeah, and Ladybug is one finicky little pooch, and she just loves it. And, you know, I thought you were washing her more because her, her coat's shiny, but you're, you're still I know, she looks great. Wow, she just, her coat looks beautiful. You do a little bit of pet sitting, don't you? I do. I do in my local area. I go out into people's homes and watch their pets, and I've brought a few to my house, and I do a lot of dog walking. Do you get a lot of business? Actually, I do. I live in a very pet-friendly area, and I've never lived somewhere where I've seen so many people out walking their dogs. Everyone has animals here. Does it pay well? You know what? It pays okay. I can set my own price, and uh, yeah, it pays. Sometimes it pays better than animal radio, but... Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> I know. Yeah, you can, you know, if you, it depends on how many jobs you take. You know, I do it part-time but if i did it full-time so if i quit animal radio and did it full-time i'd be i'd be okay i okay. that wouldn't be good yeah. <laughs> Why is that? especially because i'd be i'd be want i'd want to be checking out people's houses you know i'd be snooping a little bit <gasps> you're oh, one of those yeah i mean i was listen i'd never take anything but you know i want to check snoop. it out you're the kind of guy that you invite over for a party and you go to the bathroom and you look in the closet to see what kind the, of meds the medicine are oh i absolutely yeah i'm that guy Okay, yeah, so the next time Joey comes over, we'll fill it with marbles. <laughs> oh, that well, would be that's, fun. That's okay. That's all the medicines we really take anyway is just marbles. Marbles. So it looks, <laughs> they're already in there. But uh, I don't want to go off track here. It pays okay for you. Unfortunately for you, I, I guess it means that Thanksgiving and uh, the you, New Year's and all the holidays. You work a lot of holidays, yes. You're working because yes. people are away from their animals. Those are your busiest times. You know who made a living doing this was our next guest. Lindsay Grant, and she actually sold her business. I believe she was in it for almost 10 years. We'll find wow. out in just a couple of seconds here. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, now, we're calling you in Switzerland, right? That's right. And we'll get to how you got there in just a, a second, but you originally lived in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area, is that correct? I did, yes, many years ago. You had a pet sitting business. So I founded the business just a few months after graduation, and I ran the business for two years. If you sold the business, it must have been worth something, obviously, to, to be able to uh, sell the business after a few years of running it. Well, that's right. It was a surprise to me as well that somebody else 
could come along and simply buy my client list. And there was no obligation for my clients to go with that person. But there was value in simply having access to these people who may or may not ultimately choose to, you know, use them as a pet sitter or a dog walker. And um, I was quite surprised and very pleased, as you might imagine. Sure. Uh, So why are you in Switzerland? So my husband was transferred here from the Bay Area to work, and so we moved here two years ago. Okay, and you wrote this book, which kind of summarizes your your life as a, a pet sitter. Now, it includes, well, you know, pet sitting is not glamorous. It includes scooping big poops and dealing with lots of pee and urine and, and serious dog, bad dog breath and animals that go crazy. You must have a lot of stories that you put in this that meant something to you. Well, this book, I think, is a coming-of-age story as much as it is a story about animals. And this business that I ran was really a time for me to learn as much about humans as I did about the pets that I was taking care of. I just had a tremendous education working with the clients that I, you know, the pets that I was taking care of, uh, the pet owners, and then my fellow dog walkers. And you know, the, the pet owners are not normal people. When you say they're, you're, they're, they're, they're a whole different breed by themselves when you go to watch somebody. Is this pet. true? <laughs> and I am, I am so guilty of being exactly that person that I used to work for. I now have two cats, and I find myself doing exactly the types of things that I write about in the book. And like I, what? Oh, my goodness. Like what? I've come full circle. Making them custom meals or doing hours' worth of Internet research because they have the sniffles. Um, just going above and beyond what I think perhaps is normal for an animal because many animal owners know we grow so attached. I mean, they become family. And as young as I was and not having had pets of my own, this was really eye-opening for me to step into these homes and take on the role of the animal owner and do all those things for them while they were away. Any stories come straight to mind, like uh, Charlie the Gaseous Greyhound? I was I was told I should ask you about Charlie. <laughs> Charlie was one of the dogs that I did not get along with so well. There were some animals that I just loved with my whole, whole heart, and some that, as with people, we just didn't quite see eye to eye. And um, in addition to having some, I would say, personality differences, yes, he was stunningly gaseous. He ate a, a diet full of dairy oh, and no. um, would come in the room with me, emit that gas, and then promptly leave so that I was left there alone. <laughs> the dog so did it. He, he knew what he was doing. He were, did. <laughs> were there any pet owners that just drove you crazy? You know, the rule rather the, than, than the exception, excuse me, is that I tended to prefer the pets uh, to, the, to the humans, and that's also why I took this job. Because I just love animals, and I have found that I get along, or I used to think I got along better. And so sometimes with the owners, these things that they would want me to do, for example, singing a song to their dog to make her go to the bathroom because they claimed that was the only way that she would go number two, um, is a great example of the things that I would think, really? (laughs) Just think about that for a moment. But, you know... They probably it was my made job that up. To do it. 
Well, I encourage listeners to pick up the book. Of course, we'll put links to everything you've heard on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. It's a great stocking stuffer. You know, I mean, I'm in the business, so I could really relate, and I, I got comparable stories. But even if you aren't, it's a funny, great book. I want to talk to you about Switzerland now, because oh, it, it is completely different than, you know, we find that a lot of European countries are considered more advanced in, in the pet welfare world. For instance, mm. declawing is really illegal in most of the European countries. Right. That's exactly right. You there have a, have kind of a weird law that dictates that animals must lay eyes on another animal or human one time per day? That's exactly right. This notion of going away for a long weekend and leaving a big bowl of food for your cats, it's actually not allowed here. Wow. And so far, we have not been policed at all. Nobody has come to our house to check, but they make it very clear when you adopt a dog, for example, you have to take a course and pass a test in order to adopt a dog. Wow. We have animal shelters and adoption agencies everywhere here in the U.S., as you know. But that's yeah. not the, that's really not the situation where you live, is it? It's a completely different setup here, which was such an education for me. Here, they're more like foster parents that have one or two cats all throughout the country, and they register in a database. So in order to find a cat here, we had to go online, find the cat we liked, see where in Switzerland it was, and then travel to the home of this foster parent to meet the cat. And so we ended up adopting two cats because, as I discussed, it's strongly encouraged that it be a two-cat household. And um, so, yeah, we (laughs) traveled to two different homes in Switzerland and brought two cats home with us that way. Hey, listen, I'm going to go ahead and give out your book right now. I encourage listeners to check it out. It's called Sleeps With... Well, this is the website, sleepswithdogsbook.com. And the book called Sleep With Dogs, Tales of an Animal Nanny at the End of Her Leash. It's a great book, and I have nine copies to give away right now at 1-866-405-8405. If you're not lucky enough to get through, as I always say... Head on over to Amazon or your favorite bookstore and order it. The author, once again, joining us, Lindsey Grant. The book, Sleeps with Dogs, Tales of an Animal Nanny at the End of Her Leash. This is Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. It's another incredible animal radio show. I can't wait for our hero, 85-year-old Dolly Jefferson. Wow, 85 years old, saving the animals, doing wonderful things for the animals. She's an amazing lady. Joey, what are you working on? Well, because the um, grooming industry is an unlicensed industry, um, I'm going to, I want to speak to our listeners um, so they know what they should be looking for when they go into a grooming salon and what questions to ask and, you know, what they should know so they know that um, that their pet is safe. You're working hard to lobby for some kind of uh, you know, accreditation, aren't you? Well, it's, um, it, yeah, yeah, we're, we're looking to get groomers licensed. Um, a bill was just, um, came in up in front of the Senate in the state of New Jersey, and I was the spokesperson for the groomers, um, in the state, and, um, we are, we want to work with them to get groomers licensed, but we have to, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that need to be changed in, in, in order for it to work for everyone. Sure. I hope that does happen someday, because I, 
to yeah, agree that they to should be, be licensed or certified, something like mm-hmm. that. I mean, even as a pet sitter, you go out, you have to get licensed I'm and licensed. bonded. We would like to see that just so the industry is um, you know, upheld and, and pets safe. There you go. This week for the Facebook Wacky Wednesday contest. And if you're brand new to Animal Radio, every Wednesday over at our Facebook page, we ask you to upload your wacky pet pictures. And, of course, if you don't have wacky pet pictures, we ask you to vote for them. And every week we team up with a sponsor to give you some great prizes. And this week we've teamed up with... You're going to get your BFF. You're going to have a new BFF by Lily Brush. Huh? It's the Be Forever Furless Brush. Brush? Oh, it's a brush. It's a special brush to remove, now not to brush your animal, but this will remove the dog and cat hair from upholstery, bedding, clothes, your car, anything, your carpet that you use. Oh, I need that. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those, there's no no refills. It's not like that tape you tear it off and and use a new one. It's You brush it a certain way, and it picks up all the hair, and then I believe when you turn it around and brush it the opposite way is when all the hair collects in one That'd be perfect for you, Joey. The problem with Joey is he's a groomer, but he always wears black. So you only see the hair. (laughs) I have mastered that. I have found the materials that does not hold that do not hold hair when 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 I'm when I'm working with pets. Well, if you come mastered that, if you have material that does, you want your be forever furless brush by Lily Brush. And we're giving that away this week over at the uh, Facebook page for Wacky Wednesday. Uh, So we encourage you to head on over there and have fun. We have so many pictures and fun videos up there. I used to kind of not embrace Facebook, but now I'm kind of a animal radio Facebook junkie. You think it's going to stick around? It's addictive, isn't it? it? All the the videos videos videos. and the... Uh, You were posting the other day a picture of something you had to remove from a stomach. I love when you do this. You'll x-ray animals that have ingested one thing or another, and then Mm -hmm. you'll ask people what it is that they've ingested. (laughs) Like a little game. What was it this last time? This was a ferret, wasn't it? This was a ferret, yeah. So a ferret, and uh, it was actually a very odd little plastic item, a little rubber uh, tether or tie that you would use for electric electric cords, for like oh. headphone cords, just to keep them all together. Oh. And this little guy ate the whole thing. And when you look at the the X-ray, it's pretty big in his little body, but. Uh, Actually, he passed it safely on his own. Oh, that's so, good. Uh, wow. You just have such a fun job because it's all different. Every day, it's something different, you know? A lot of it us is. have to go behind a cubicle and type out that, whatever that we do all the all the time. It's the same it's thing every day. Pretty predictable. But yeah. you definitely have an exciting life. This is Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Let's see. We're going to three. We have Sarah for the doc. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Dr. Debbie's right here for you. Hi. Hello there. Hello. What can can we do for you today? Well, I have, um, she's one year and six months, and she's a Jack Russell. And she's a really good dog and a very smart dog. When it comes to hunting, like if a squirrel goes by, then I have no control. I wondered what you advised for me to teach her to listen to me versus hunt. Okay. And is this when she's on leash or is this uh, if she's off leash? It doesn't really matter. Like, I was in Florida for three months and they have cats at the farm. And she's not trying to hurt them, but she she wants to chase. So I had to keep her tied up or in the pen the whole time I was at the farm because... She would, she's just obsessed with them. Oh, sure, uh, yeah. 
And you know what? When you said the, um, Jack Russell and chasing, they kind of fit into almost a category <laughs> of their own. Um, such super dogs, high energy though, and they particularly can be actually some of the worst cat killers out there um, because they're fast and they're bred basically for chasing critters. Um, now, for any dog, chasing is a kind of a prey-chasing instinct, and it can be very strong for some dogs. Jack Russells, I do find that this can be a, a special problem for them. The hard thing is, is that we can try to train her away from that response to seeing those critters, but in some dogs, we can fail. And some of that instinct is just so strong that little critters around them can be at risk, and, and they can really hurt and kill kill these little guys. So um, all that being said, we proceed with caution. And um, what I would really work on is we basically work on what's called focused attention exercises. So basically what we're going to do is with a quiet situation indoors with no critters around, we're going to start a training program. Uh, start on a leash, even indoors, because that way you keep attention and you keep control of where your doggy's going and we want to have her rewarded for looking at you for listening to you just staring at you and that you're going to do by giving her constant treats now when you're doing that you don't want to reward her and give her treats while she's looking away you want her to sit stay look at you and you just feed her treats and you keep feeding her treats. And hopefully we won't get a fat dog out of this, and hopefully we'll get a dog who understands that this is what you do and you get praised. Pay attention to mom. And then we're going to gradually work up to situations that can be a little bit more interesting. There's things going on, uh, people or other animals nearby. And the idea with that is we just make it so overwhelming of a good thing and reward her attention towards you and not pay attention to those other animals. And if she does, we don't want to make a big deal. We don't want to scream and yell because then we can create more anxiety in the issue and feed this problem. So that's the basic core to it. Now you can do that with treats. You can do it. Some folks have a lot of luck with uh, clicker training. Um, and that's a great tool uh, to help catch a dog's attention and train them to a behavior. So that would be something that could be considered as well. And, you know, just like I said, the big thing is some of these little terriers are just really tough on this. So you have to be very, very cautious. Um, and it may take a little work with even a trainer to kind of help you on the ground with some of these things. Um, but, uh, you know, you can, you can get there. It's just a lot of uh, energy has to be focused on um, everyone in the household to train her to do in this. So um, I think you can do it. And hopefully she hasn't caught a squirrel because that, that's the worst once they get that because then they uh, get the reinforcement. Yeah, I don't think so because she's never really, she just chases you like tries that to catch. Yeah, that's just like right out of the movie Up, isn't it? <laughs> the dog. Squirrel. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Sarah. We appreciate it. one 405 It's the time of year when everyone is out shopping, fighting for parking spaces, and spending way too much money, all in pursuit of the perfect present. Maybe the best gift is one we already enjoy every day. This season, why not consider the presence of our animal friends as our present? Animals gift us with their lives for our comfort and convenience. They lift our spirits, inspire great works of art, song, and poetry, and are the most agreeable companions. 
All it takes is one small, cheerful sparrow in the backyard to remind us that we are never alone. Scientific studies show that the unconditional love of our pets can touch and heal us in magnificent ways. People experience lower blood pressure, stress, and heart rates when in the presence of their animal companions. Those who have suffered heart attacks live longer if they have an animal friend than if they don't. And people with pets just make fewer trips to the doctor's office. If we are suffering from depression, having a dog to walk, a cat to care for, a bird to talk to, or even watching fish in an aquarium helps us find a focus outside our sadness and allows us to connect with the larger world. When horses allowed us on their backs, they gifted us with the ability to travel farther than our own two feet could ever carry us. Today, it is still horsepower that gets us to the mall. Pigeons have saved the lives of soldiers by carrying secret information across enemy lines. The seashell murex gives its life to gift us with the color purple. Bats gift us with lovely and peaceful twilights by eating mosquitoes. For the ancient Romans, a magical woodpecker brought rain to refresh and revitalize a city. That is a great present. It was Raven who brought fire to humankind. And in the Quran, the Saluki breed of dog is considered a gift of Allah. One of the most prized gifts one could receive from the ancient Chinese emperor was one of his royal dogs. And how long would Noah have been adrift if a dove had not found land? A recent study found that workers would be willing to take a cut in salary and work longer hours if they could bring their dog to work. A survey by Time magazine found that playing with a pet improved one's mood more than exercise, eating, or sex. If you happen to be ill in France and a ladybug lands on you, she will fly away with your sickness. Earthworms work the soil so our flowers will flourish. Bees give us honey. And my favorite. Butterflies prove to us that even if we sometimes creep like a caterpillar, we hold within us the power to spread our wings and fly. So during this holiday season, consider the presence of your animal friends as your present and have your presence be their present too. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.com. Happy Holidays from Voice of the Animal and Rayanne Cumulos. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Now here's the number. Write it down, toll free. It's 1-866-405-8405. You can also ask your questions directly from the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. It's a free download, thanks to those folks over at Doctors Fosters and Smith. And... Uh, you can ask your questions right from the app, as well as listen to the past shows, current shows, all that. Okay, so this hour, we have an incredible hero. I understand she's 85 years old. Is that correct? Almost. She's 84. Let's, it, not, let's not date her, Hal. You know, it's, well, she's, she's 84, 84 years She's a young, young 84. Yes. yes. She rescued a dog from a coyote, I think. Is that the story? Uh, yeah. She's a brave little old lady. I wouldn't do that. I'd run. You'd run the opposite direction. Oh, yeah. You know me. I'm a whip. (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. So an 85-year-old lady doing that uh, 
is pretty impressive. Yeah, so it is. We'll find out more about that this hour right here on Animal Radio. Okay, so let's uh, hit the phones. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 for your calls right now. And let's take another one for Dr. Debbie. We have Mark on the phone. Hey, Mark, what's up? Yeah, I am an 11-year-old rat terrier, and he's never had his teeth cleaned. And I'm getting a lot of frightening numbers when I just called around to vets. Is there any way of doing this in a cheaper way? Okay. $800 and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, gosh. You know, Mark, it's it's really hard to give an accurate number for a dental cleaning over the phone, first of all, um, especially if your baby's never had teeth cleaning. Um, in the 11 years, there's a lot of stuff that can settle in and a lot of problems that can settle along those gums. Um, right. So the hard thing is to try to find a price-conscious price, conscious price uh, for a dental cleaning and one that's going to still do, do your doggy uh, justice. So for me, I'd make sure if you're getting those quotes over the phone, the first thing would be to make sure you do get someone to actually look in your dog's mouth and to see. Because some dog mouths are really quite horrendous and have a lot of work that needs to be done. Others may not be so bad. So before you make that judgment on, on where you're going to go with things, um, get that uh, you know eyeball on your dog's eye, uh, mouth, if you will. Um, but as far as uh, cost of the dental cleaning, it's going to depend a lot on what we've got going on. So a basic dental cleaning may just in- be scaling, polishing, taking tartar off the teeth. But if we've got loose teeth, we need antibiotics, or if there's going to be the need for surgical extractions, then that price definitely goes up. So um, while I don't have a I guess an easy answer for that. Um, you might just check around, do a little bit of shopping. Um, but some other alternatives for folks, if you're looking for dental care and maybe you need that and you know you need an $800 dental cleaning that entails extractions and antibiotics and pain medicine and you know that's something your dog needs, you can look for some other resources if you're looking to get some help for that. One tip might be to check. If you're in a state that has a veterinary school, um, they train veterinarians to clean dogs' teeth. Um, and many uh, schools also, many states also have veterinary technology programs. So basically the vet nurses that do this procedure in the vet offices. So if you check to see if those type of uh, schools are in your area, you might be able to come in um, at a discounted rate. Um, kind of like my mom. When we were kids, we always went to the hairdresser and it was the hairdresser school. Um, so we never really had a professional uh, haircut when we were kids. But you know, <laughs> Hey, it was great. It helped, you know, future hairstylists get a good education, and my mom saved some money on that. So there's no harm in that. So um, if you need some resources there, you can check out uh, veterinaryschools.com as well as just searching for veterinary uh, accredited schools. Um, outside of that, if you're looking for other assistance financially for veterinary care, um, the Humane Society does have a listing of some different resources state by state that you might be able to find to help you with the costs of um, veterinary care. Um, but I guess the bottom line here, Mark, is that when we have those teeth that haven't been touched by a veterinarian in 11 years, it's, it's going to take some work. Um, so um, I would be cautious. Um, anybody can clean teeth, but if we leave diseased teeth in, then we're not doing your doggy any good so um unfortunately cost uh, may guide you towards the best veterinary care that your doggy needs okay i have another question he just went through a bout with um being constipated pretty bad i mean i got to the point i was giving him enemas and stuff uh i don't know what caused it but i um he eats pretty good food cleaner one beyond and and uh okay. has no in it or anything uh also, he still has a little bit of trouble constipation. 
I have a question about bones. He loves bones, and I know uh, the cow bones, he can't chew them up and eat them so much. He leaves it behind. But I know with the pork bones, he can chew them and eat them and swallow the whole bone. Is that bad for him? Yeah, yeah, I am not a fan of bones, I'll tell you that. Any bones, whether they're cow bones or pork bones, any bone that a dog chews on can be exercised for the teeth. Now, if your doggy has rotten teeth and he needs them cleaned, I'm going to tell you, take those bones away, because that's going to be painful for him while he, until he gets his teeth taken care of. But any bones that dogs chew, they can break off shards, get those stuck. Um, I've seen bone shards go down the esophagus, get puncture through into the respiratory tract it can really be some bad stuff so it's not the best way to deal with um, de- maintaining dental care um, and then I also want to ask you regarding the constipation thing there Mark um, is your dog neutered? Yes He is, okay great because um, that would be something that can be a cause if a dog's not neutered, a male dog's not neutered they can have prostate problems oh. so so yeah, that, you might you might make sure you get your your little guy into the vet and just um, you know have them look at from head to toe and see what's going on there. Dietary wise, a lot of times we can uh, find some solutions for constipation, and you know sometimes something as simple as giving canned pumpkin can help kind of loosen up the stools or even bulk them up a little bit. So. Yeah, I did that once. He, he ate it once, and he wouldn't touch it again. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of pumpkin pies. <laughs> well, I hope that's helpful for you there, Mark. And, and give your your fella, your old fella there, 11-year-old rat here, give him a pat on the head from us and uh, all our best doggy wishes for him. All right, thank you. I'll look into that vet school. Thanks for calling, Mark. I appreciate it. one 405 8405 Yeah, the dental... Dental cleaning something you got to do because you can get a lot of fatal diseases if you don't do that. Is it generally more expensive for a cat or a dog to get their teeth cleaned? You know, I think it tends to be more expensive for cats because most people don't see the need for a regular preventative care for cats, so it gets a lot more advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, with anything, prevention, prevention, sometimes that 150 to $250 bill seems like a lot for a regular cleaning. But, you know, if it helps put off these bigger problems down the road, mm. um, it, it really can be a savings. But he was talking about $800. Yeah. Well, that seems in, in, steep. It, yeah. But that isn't just a cleaning. That's probably a pet who has periodontal disease. So we've already got erosion of the gums. There's advanced uh, dental disease. It probably smells pretty putrid. And you know what? I bet it also includes blood work and things of that nature for an old elderly dog. In generally, yeah. Like at my office, uh, you know, a dog of that age would have blood work. We'd have an IV in place. And, you know, they, they get antibiotics because we know there's infection. We don't want to disturb those bacteria, send those into the bloodstream, and have those cause problems. So we want to make sure we protect the babies. And for God's sake, get rid of those bones. And even yeah. even rawhide, too. I guess uh, compressed rawhide is what you re- recommend, right. isn't it? Yeah, I'm a fan of that just because it lasts longer, gives them a good chewing ability. Um, but, you know, any pet that has injured teeth, if they're, they have advanced dental disease or we have problem teeth, that's not how we want to intervene. So I, that's when I take those chew toys away and make sure we get the teeth taken care of before you reintroduce, mm. reintroduce that. Okay. It's toll free to Dr. Debbie or dog father Joey Villani right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Oh, how old's your dog? She's six. She looks so young. She takes Everpup. What's Everpup? 
Everpup is a supplement made with all human ingredients that you put on their food. Such as? Probiotics, glucosamine, omega-3s. Wow. Yeah, it's for dogs of all ages and made in the U.S. My dog loves the taste. My vet loves what's in it. Can I try some? Yeah, you can even get the first jar free. Just go to everpup.com slash radio or call 844-E-V-E-R-P-U-P. Everpup. Hi, welcome to Hellsberg Diamonds. Hi there. Uh, we'd like to look at engagement rings. Uh, wait, is that the guy, Kogeko? Oh, hello. I'm just admiring this lovely diamond solitaire ring. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Well, that was easy. Now, who thinks it's a good idea to save money on their car insurance? I do. I do. Wow. I think we just had the wedding rehearsal. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now is the time to get down to your local Kubota dealer for a great deal on a new Z700 zero-turn mower during Kubota's Gear Up and Go sales event. Need maximum productivity? Want outstanding terrain performance? How about an ergonomic design for optimum control? The Z700 is the new standard for turf care professionals. And right now, you can get great financing, a great price, and great terms. See your local Kubota dealer now. For more information or to find a participating dealer, go to Kubota.com. You know canine caviar for their great human-grade ingredients in your dog's food. We now continue that tradition and excellent pet nutrition with seven single-serving cat food trays. We love our cats and dogs, and that's why we're featuring all human-grade tuna, salmon, and chicken proteins with other hand-chosen ingredients to promote proper nutrition. They're in environmentally friendly, recyclable, BPA-free plastic trays. Look for canine and feline caviar products at your local pet supply store or online. For more information, call 800-392-789. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal, and abusers are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. Judy, I'm going to mention this one more time. Yes? Just because we got calls about it. The Everpup free trial. It's a month trial of Everpup, the ultimate canine supplement. It's all free. No strings attached. No, you get a jar. It's a full-size jar. It's not just a little sample either. It's, yeah, it's a, a month full, supply. It's a month supply, yes. Head on over to everpup.com slash radio. That's everpup.com slash radio or call 844-EVERPUP. And don't forget everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.com. Tammy, what are you working on this hour? Well, Hal, I know you are a huge devotee and fan of Justin Bieber. Oh, yes. You, I've, I've got posters all over my... <laughs> I know you do. I, I'm sorry. I hate to break your heart like this, but I'm about... I really want to start a campaign against him ever having contact or having a pet again, ever. Oh, no. Again? When, no, no. He's up to again, something yes. again? Well, first it was the hamster, then it was the monkey... And now it's a beautiful American bulldog puppy named Karma. This guy just should not be around animals, period. Paragraph. You know, he's That's not it. He's not setting a very good example, is he? No. Uh. No, no, not at all. It's terrible. And, you know, he can do whatever he wants with stuff. But when he's messing with little animals, that's where I'm going to draw the line on the bead. That's it. Well, I look at the bright side. These animals that probably weren't cared for very well because of this are now in, in hopefully in homes that they are being cared for. They got a second chance. Good for them. Absolutely. They got away from him. (laughs) 
Animal Radio's Hero People is underwritten by Zuterin, a non-surgical alternative to dog castration. One injection provides a safe, permanent, and virtually painless alternative to surgical castration. Learn more at www.zuterin.com. That's Z-E-U-T-E-R-I-N.com. Today's hero... I love this one. ...is a very young 84-year-old woman from Northeast Chicago, Dolores Jefferson. I'm going to just call her Dolly. Is that okay, Dolly? I wish it. Yes, that's fine. How are you doing today? I'm good. I want you to tell me about your neighbor's dog, Roxy, and what happened that uh, you you saved Roxy's life pretty much. I guess so. (laughs) Well, what happened? What were you doing? Well, I took my morning coffee out into my back room, and we have a big window in the back room. And I looked out, and my neighbor has an above-the-ground swimming pool. Uh Uh-huh. And I saw Roxy kind of running, but normally she's a really swift, sleek dog, and she runs very fast, but she was barely, you know, going fast at all. And then I looked up, and I saw this coyote behind her. Mm. So I dropped my coffee, and I ran out and started screaming and yelling and waving my arms, and uh, I, I... distracted the coyote long enough that Roxy was able to get through the bushes into her own home. And uh, then when I turned, my son had come out. He works nights, and he's running out in his pajamas thinking I fell or something. Uh And as he came out, we saw there was a pack of three more coyotes. Oh, wow. what coyote was trying to do was to push Roxy towards the pack. Uh How big is Roxy? Probably 35 pounds. She's an Egyptian pharaoh dog. She's small. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's got a kind of a long snout. <clears throat> and we, uh, after this happened, she had two puncture oh, marks wow. under her eyes. I guess the coyotes, like, clamped on on their nose so they can't breathe. Yeah. Oh. So weren't so, you afraid? I would, I would have been afraid. <laughs> oh, I didn't think. <laughs> I just saw Roxy in trouble, and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want anything to happen to her. So, and then uh, before this happened, my uh, nephew had had a dog taken by a coyote. And Mm -hmm. so he and my son got together, and we researched everything. And so they're telling me, yeah, if anything happens, just yell, ma. So that's what I did. But you didn't expect anything to happen. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's like, yeah. I understand that uh, the uh, dog's owner, Roxy's parents, bought you a bullhorn. Yes, I have that. (laughs) So so if you see any more coyotes in the future, you can just use the bullhorn, huh? That's right. (laughs) And then all the neighbors will come out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You'll have backup. I think that it sounds like Dolly that they're trying to set you up for like neighborhood watch, you know, to <laughs> give you give you the bullhorn, a whistle, and uh, you know, tell those coyotes to get the heck out. Well, it was kind of cool because the newspaper came out and uh, also some of the TV channels, and felt like I was twenty years old again. <laughs> well, you certainly act like it. Now, I'll do you have you. any animals? Yeah. Oh, I have a wonderful dog. We got him from a a woman and didn't know he had been abused. And something, whatever she did, she did it to his back legs. Uh And uh, he's a part terrier, part sheep dog, and part husky. 
Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the most beautiful blue eyes. He, you know, he's a little rambunctious, but uh, <laughs> we, we took him to the vets, and they decided not to do anything with his hips and legs as long as he could get around. So he's an arthritis pills like everybody else in the world, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, he's lucky to have you. Let me yes. tell you that I right know. now. He doesn't have to worry about any coyotes. Yeah, I know. Not with you around. Mm. Well, he's about 65 pounds. However, we, I always put him on a chain sure. at night. So I had put him out to go patty, and I saw the chain pull. So I called my son, and he ran out, and here there was a coyote like nose-to-nose with Kisuk. Wow. Well, and so Brian pulled him in really fast and used, uh, he has an air horn, used that, and the coyote went. But uh, they've been so plentiful around here this yeah. year. Sounds like it. Sounds like you got a lot yeah. of coyotes around there. It, yeah, they, uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you can see one or two walking down the street. Uh, that was up until the well, the end of last month. Now I haven't seen too many. Well, that's because words getting around yeah, that heard you're about on you. watch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yep. That's a funny thing, though. If I could just because a lot of people think that we don't see coyotes, and anytime you see them, it just means they're sick. But there's a lot of urbanization of coyotes now, and they're really in populated, busy city areas now. So they used of, to us. You know, yeah, we're domesticating yeah. them. <laughs> Yeah, so you really have to be on alert. You know what, Hal? More or less, you're right. That's that's more or less what we're doing. You know, I mean, we're supplying their food chain now. Yeah, we got to watch that. And we we hear so many stories about coyotes and the unfortunate demise of mostly smaller animals. Mm -hmm. And I know ladybug. We, when we see a big bird just around, we, we're afraid that the bird's going to come down and, and pick, yeah, we have pick hawks, ladybug. Hawk, yeah, yeah, us too. <laughs> well, I just you know, if you were here now, we'd all give you a collective hug, just because. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Dolly, for being our hero of the week, and go give your dog a big old hug from all of us, will you? Oh, I will, and just to mention really fast, I had a young lady whom I've never heard of in Minnetonka. Minnesota sent me a card, a very nice thank you card, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> you might hear from people all over the country now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yippee. Yeah. <laughs> Be well, Dolly, and okay. take care of yourself. Give that dog a hug, and oh, I will. keep being the great person you are. Oh, well. I'll just be me. Okay. <laughs> you know, I put a head and about it. So. <laughs> bye bye now. Bye bye. Hey, bye-bye. do you remember? Do you remember the Mike Douglas show? Yes, how? I do actually. Okay, I, I know I'm dating myself now, but it's funny because when I was a kid, and I still remember the story, and I forget what the actor, who the actor was, and the actor had um um. Scottish Terriers, and he was out in the woods, and he was walking with his dog, and um, um, coyotes started coming around, and he started noticing them, and there was more than one, there was two. Well, instead of, you know, him running out of the woods with his dog, um, he got out of there quick, and the dog um, just went deeper into the woods, and he couldn't get the dog, and he said he heard dogs screaming and fighting, and he said about an hour later, um, his dog came walking out of the woods covered in blood, and... Um, you know, they washed the dog off, and there was no puncture wounds, no nothing. 
Well, the Scotty got the got the best of the coyote and actually um, wow. tore the throat out of the coyote and um, and left him and left him for dead in in, in the woods. You see, Whoa. the small dogs. That's a have, street smart dog. Yeah, and they have yeah. no idea how small they are. You know, all the small yeah. dogs think they're big dogs. Well, you know, well those Scottish terriers have teeth like big dogs. Yeah. Um, and and they got a big strong head. You know, they're all head on a little body and yeah. with, a, with a lot of teeth. So I've heard that the coyotes actually trick the dogs. They come up and they do the play bow that the dogs recognize, mm-hmm. and then they run off, and then the dog thinks, oh, this is a game, and they chase after them while they're chased right into a pack and surrounded. We had that last week. Boss went up against a, a coyote in our really? neighborhood. Yeah, we were walking in the morning, and, and he was growling and getting all, you know, puffing his chest out, and I'm like, what the heck, what the heck? And uh-huh. you know, we're walking ahead, and we see this coyote. It's about the size of a husky. It was a big one. Oh. And I was like, holy cow, I got, you know, my Nikki girl's his backup, so I'm like, get up there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Little guy scared this the coyote away, and he, he was uh, kind of like a, the Scotty. He wasn't backing down. <laughs> wow. You know, I noticed them plentiful out here in California. They are, um, especially yeah, they they really are. I mean, when when in New Jersey, you didn't see them. You've seen black bear more than you've seen them. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at animalradio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. This is Animal Radio, baby. Animal Radio's Hero People is underwritten by Zuterin, the only FDA-approved non-surgical method for sterilization of male dogs. Zuterin offers an alternative to neutering male dogs, thus helping reduce the pet overpopulation problem. One injection provides a safe, permanent, and virtually painless alternative to surgical castration. Zuterin, a permanent and cost-effective alternative to neutering male dogs. Learn more at www.zuterin.com. That's Z-E-U-T-E-R-I-N.com. I would like to invite you to participate in a brief survey on personal values. I'll make a statement, and you simply think agree or disagree. Ready? Here we go. Statement one. My life is complicated, so I appreciate simplicity. Agree or disagree? Two. I tend to make my own decisions, which may or may not be the popular ones. Three. When buying luxury products, I don't mind paying for the best, but I hate to overpay. Four. I value both form and function. And five. I value pure, clean design. Now, if you agreed with these statements, you are the type of person for whom the 2014 Bosch Kitchen was designed. With unrivaled European design, it's a kitchen designed around our mutual values. It's a kitchen designed around life, on your terms. The 2014 Bosch Kitchen, perfection in every detail. Step up to a Bosch Kitchen package of three or more appliances and get a 10% rebate. See the new Bosch Kitchen at your Bosch retailer. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager is here. So good. Got a little bit of sweetness, but it goes down real smooth. Light, sweet smell to it. A little bit of orange in there. There is a little hint of cinnamon. It makes you feel like, you know, winter's around the corner and you're getting ready for it. It warms you up and it makes you feel good. I wish they served winter lager all year round. This is actually my favorite beer from Sam Adams. Even though it's a dark beer, it's not a heavy beer. It's definitely a good beer. This is my jam, the winter lager. I love this more than anything in the world. Cheers. Thank you, Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager. Enjoy it while it's here. Must be a nasty responsibly. The Movie Man. Six-second review.
review starts now. A musical drama with the fantastic Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. Whiplash is a jazz movie that rocks the man. Do you have trouble skin or acne? With Proactive Plus, your acne can heal and you can help prevent new breakouts from happening. Call Proactive Plus now and receive a 60-day free trial along with two free extras and free shipping. Call 800-677-6111. That's 800-677-6111. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Well, adopting a pet should be a commitment for life. We know that. But sometimes it's not always the case. So what options are there for an unwanted fish? Well, in San Francisco, federal park officials are building an amnesty pond, that's what they're calling it, for pet fish that become homeless. The idea came after people started dumping their fish into Mountain Lake on the outskirts of Presidio Park, and that began causing problems with the native species and the restoration of the lake. Got your Christmas tree up yet? Got a cat? Well, those two things really don't mix that well, do they? The ASPCA is out with its annual warnings about the holidays and pets. Now, you know cats love anything shiny, so tinsel really gets their attention. But if they eat it, it can block their intestines and cause a lot of trouble. They also are going to probably want to climb that tree, so make sure it's really anchored so it doesn't fall over. And chocolate, well, it's a favorite in Christmas stockings. I know I like to find some there. But dogs and cats can smell it even through the wrappers, so if you have pets, it's better not to put any chocolate in the stockings. Chocolate can make pets sick, and it can also be lethal. Okay, so I'm thinking Justin Bieber should not have any more pets, period. Mm -hmm. Done. He's. I'm serious. This guy has a bad track record. He's now abandoned his American bulldog puppy named Karma. Bieber got the puppy about this time last year and left her with a trainer in February to learn her manners. Well, he hasn't been back to get her yet, and he won't return calls from the trainer. In December of 2012, he randomly gave his pet hamster to a fan at a concert, and he abandoned a baby capuchin monkey named Molly about a year ago that he got as a gift in Germany when he flew into that country without the proper papers, and she was confiscated. She's now safe at a German zoo, but I just don't think the beeve and pets really should go together anymore. Just my opinion. I don't think Bieber and breathing should go together. Well, that too. But. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, just wait 20 years from now. He'll be playing the piano bars in Fresno. <laughs> I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Aww. How old's your dog? She's six. She looks so young. She takes Everpup. What's Everpup? Everpup is a supplement made with all human ingredients that you put on their food. Such as? Probiotics, glucosamine, omega-3s. Wow. Yeah, it's for dogs of all ages and made in the U.S. My dog loves the taste. My vet loves what's in it. Can I try some? Yeah, you can even get the first jar free. Just go to everpup.com slash radio or call 844-E-V-E-R-P-U-P. Everpup. Ugh, cold winter weather. It makes my skin so dry, itchy, and irritated. Can I get some help, please, for this winter skin of mine? 
Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing has the strongest non-prescription itch medicine available. Its seven moisturizers help heal skin, so you'll stop itching and start feeling relief fast. Ah, my skin feels like it's been on vacation, even with 10 inches of snow outside. Itch-free, worry-free, Cortisone 10. Use as directed. At Stella & Chewy's, they're dedicated to the simple proposition that pets should be healthy and happy. Their commitment to quality starts with their ingredients. Every Stella & Chewy's product is made with raw, naturally raised meat, poultry, or fish, sourced from USDA-inspected facilities without added hormones or antibiotics. Unlike commercial pet food, which is one of the most highly processed products on the planet with much of its nutritional value cooked away, Stella & Chewy's dog and cat food is nutritious and delicious. Learn more at StellaAndChewy's.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. There's nothing that Joey Volani likes more than taking his hog out, feeling the hair, air blows through his hair. I gotta say, why is it you don't take Miles out on the hog with you? Seems like the thing to do. I'm going to put him on a back seat. No, get one of those sidecars that you can attach to the motorcycle. That's all the rage. I swear. I don't know. I don't feel. I don't feel comfortable with that. Really? You know what? Well, I put it this way. How about I'll I'll sit you in the sidecar and you go out with me and sit and see how comfortable you are in it. Oh, your driving's that bad, Joey? Yeah. (laughs) I know. I think the driving's good, but I don't know. I don't. I I don't know how how much fun it would be to sit in a sidecar on a motorcycle. Well, you got to have the goggles on just to make it all safe and everything. Uh, but there's a lot of dogs that actually do this. So much so that there's a brand new movie called Sit, Stay, Ride. The story of America's sidecar dogs where they've actually found 15 sidecar dogs and 18 motorcyclists to talk about their experience. And I welcome to the show the director and producer Eric uh, Ristow. Is it Ristow? Uh, it's Risto, but thanks. Uh, I, I really do appreciate uh, the opportunity to come on today. So are there really that many sidecar dogs that you can make a movie about it? You know, that was the question we had when we started. Uh, we we just ran into a guy uh, up in Seattle who, who had a dog in a sidecar. It was an unrelated uh, a project we were working on. And this guy was just a, a character and such a fun guy. And his dog was terrific. And they made such a, a fun image going down the road that we said, you know, let's, let's do a little research, see who, see who else we can find. And at first, it was actually kind of tough. But once we started to discover some of these people across the country going on some of the online forums and looking around YouTube, we started to find a lot of them. And then once we once we put out a website saying, hey, we're going to make this film, and man, they came out of the woodwork. <laughs> Literally hundreds of people emailed us. And ballpark, we sort of thought, you know, in the end, there must be about five or 800 of these people across the country. And that's a, wow. that's a very non-scientific way, to, way to, to gauge it. But there's a lot of folks doing it, and I think it's a lot of fun. They really seem to enjoy it. Do the dogs enjoy it? You know, that's one of the things we went into this wondering. We're 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 dog people. We have a couple of rescue dogs. We would, would never want to ha- force them to do anything we wouldn't think they would enjoy. And so that was one of the big questions. You know, is this a person who's doing it for their own pleasure and the sort of cute image of the dog in the sidecar with the goggles on, or is it something the dog actually enjoys? It? In every single case. The dog goes berserk to get in that sidecar. Way more excited than to get in the car. There was not one individual that we interviewed who I felt like 
was taking his dog along for show and that the dog wasn't having fun. They absolutely seemed to love it. Well, when you think what? of the proverbial dog sticking his head out the window, yeah. this is... Yeah. Uh, what kind you of know, dogs do you see? Do you see like a, a certain breed or is it just all across the board? It's absolutely across the board and, uh, you know, it's, I think, any, anywhere from little small dogs, uh, you know, Wizard of Oz, Toto-sized dogs, all the way up to a 135-pound bull mastiff who's in the movie, who's this giant of a dog. And uh, most of the dogs are rescues. We found that to be kind of an interesting coincidence, that these motorcyclists had generally uh, found rescue dogs as their, as their, uh, as their companions. So there were some interesting things that we, had, that we didn't expect. But all the way, you know, a couple-pound little dog named Dixie who lives in the Central Valley of California, uh, up to a Bruce, uh, this great big huge bull mastiff, and everywhere in between. You know, there were all kinds of breeds of dogs, and uh, they all seemed to love it equally. I gotta ask though, okay, I'm the veterinarian here, and what about safety? I mean, are these dogs just in the sidecar, or do they jump out, or, you know, is there any kind of safety harness for them? Yeah, there is. Actually, that's a whole entire chapter in the film is about the incredible care and safety that these people take taking their dog along in the sidecar. And almost almost every person we interviewed had some kind of safety harness that they had put a lot of time into devising. There isn't anything on the open market that you can buy that's, you know, a dog sidecar harness. But, you know, using the chest harnesses, using some uh, some webbing and some leads to then attach them to the sidecar. But when we started thinking, well, that, that's fine. It keeps them from jumping out after a squirrel. But what happens in an accident? Well, mm-hmm. most of these people also had a clip it built into the system between the, the metal rings that would break in case of, a, of an accident where there's a lot of G-forces. And in fact, in the film, a guy talks about getting in a wreck. He had at the front end of his motorcycle break, and it sort of threw him over the handlebars and flipped the sidecar over. Just as he designed this, this uh, harness to break, uh, it did, and the dog was completely unharmed. And... Mm-hmm. You hardly ever hear about sidecar wrecks. I mean, these people are incredibly cautious. They're not out on the freeway typically. They're, you know, on slower side roads. Most sidecars don't go very fast. So between the doggles for their eye protection, uh, all manner of clothing to keep them warm or keep them cool, people are putting bags of ice on the floor, under the floorboards of the sidecar in case it's uh, too warm, but, but almost exclusively, um, you see people with these harnesses and people being very, very cautious about how they approach it. Mm. How long is the flick? About 76 minutes. So it's a, considered a full length a movie, a little on the shorter full length side, but it's full length. And this is our first sort of labor of love project. We decided to, to do a Kickstarter campaign to help us fund That's the rest of the... That's where I saw that. This is where I <laughs> saw you first was on Kickstarter, I thought. And so you raised all the money that you needed to, I guess. Yeah, the film is about a third of the way finished, and we found all of these great people on the other side of the country. We're in Montana. There were people all over the place. And we thought, you know, we're going to need to fly around and, and really spend some time getting this film finished. So we raised some money on Kickstarter, and we had some over 650 people contribute and wow. help us, you know, raise the funds to buy a bunch of airline tickets. So, you know, we were able to get that get that done. But, you know, it, the, the film is basically a series of little biographies, little vignettes about these different people living in different places in the United States, sort of their relationship with their dog, their bit of their story, and then a, a lot of them riding down the highway and the sort of uh, things they like to do together. And then interspersed, we have these 
discussions with everybody who was interviewed about different elements, whether it be safety, whether it be the joy that the dog seems to experience, the, the relationship that they have with their dog and why traveling with their companion is so important to them. And these people are typically motorcyclists who get a sidecar specifically to take their dog with them. And so, that impressed us because a sidecar motorcycle is not that sort of sporty, sweeping around the corners kind of thing. It, <laughs> it rides a little more like a truck. You don't get to lean. You don't get to have that kind of fun. So people are sacrificing that sort of experience to take their pal along with them. So was it all dogs or did anybody take any other kind of animal? <laughs> well, uh, we had a guy who claimed that he used to take an iguana. We didn't get to see that, though. But <laughs> the, all of these folks were dog, uh, dog owners. How do we see the movie? Well, if you'd like to see it, you can uh, watch it either online streaming through Vimeo On Demand or you can buy a DVD, and all of those links are on sidecardogs.com. And we're really attempting to raise awareness for rescue dogs. You know, these many, many of these dogs in the film are rescues, and they uh, rescues all across the country need as much help as they can get. And so we're contributing 100% of local screenings that people may want to, uh, to host through a... Uh, animal rescue organization or host a screening in a theater and 100 percent of those uh, proceeds will go to local animal rescue organizations and then 25 percent of dvd and on-demand sales and t-shirts all that kind of stuff are being contributed to uh, to those organizations as well okay here's the website sidecardogs.com of course links to everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.com director and producer joining us eric risto like as in christo the guy who's doing big blankets. <laughs> you That's how I remember it. It sounds like a great movie. I'm going to go check it out. Sit, stay, ride. The story of America's sidecar dogs. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks very much. We're going to head back to the phones. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Hey, folks, this is Jackson Galaxy. You're listening to Animal Radio. Please do everyone a favor, stay or neuter your animals today. This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by Stella and Chewy's. Check out the new eight and a half ounces of pure pleasure, six small patties. These little intro packs, uh, Chewy's Chicken Dinner, Simply Venison, Stella's Super Beef, Duck Duck Goose, and Phenomenal Pheasant, wherever Stella and Chewy's is sold, ladies and gentlemen, the dog father. My topic today is a little bit different because I'm not going to, it's not so much a tip as more of a buyer beware. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was asked to um, go speak um, for the, the Groomers Association of the state of New Jersey um, in front of the assembly um, because a bill came up where I'm looking to license pet groomers because pet groomers aren't licensed. So what I want to tell everyone is, you know what, before you bring any of your pets to a professional grooming salon, there's a lot of questions that you want to ask and a lot of things that you want to, you know, be concerned with. Number one, the first thing I would ask them is you want a tour of the salon. If they're not coming out and telling you, you know, how your pet is handled and where it's kenneled and and um, safety and sanitation, it's things that you want to ask. You want to see it. You want to see where what the, the, the tables your pet is going to be standing on. You want to see the kennels that your dog is going to be put in um, for the holding time while it's in the grooming salon. You want to see where it's going to be bathed. You want to know if drying kennels are being used. And you want to get the response. The bottom line is this. If you don't like the answer 
answers that you're getting, because it's really all common sense is what it comes down to, I would take my dog out of there. I mean, we are actively trying to get groomers licensed, so it's a safer experience for your pet, for the groomer. And you know what? You have a happy pet that comes home. So you know what? Don't just leave them. Ask them for a full tour. Pick their brains. And if you're comfortable and you feel, you know what, this is the place that I want to leave my pet, well, you're probably making a good decision at that point. It's kind of the same with veterinarians, kind of picking veterinarians. Mm -hmm. Kick the tires there. But the difference is veterinarians have a governing board that Mm -hmm. they have to actually answer to. Um, Groomers don't, which was very surprising because I had grooming schools that were governed by the Board of Educations of the state of New Jersey and the state of Kentucky. So we had to answer to these people. But once these groomers left, our wing, there was no one else that they ever had to answer to. So anyone could actually go out there and be a professional pet groomer. And but you're trying to change qualifications. We want to change it. Yeah. We absolutely want to change it. We we're, we're not we're not fighting it whoever. But I think it's important until this happens that people are a little bit more diligent of you know of and knowing where they're dropping their pets off and what's going on. Is this only in the New Jersey area, or where will this? Well, believe it or not, this bill is being passed in New Jersey. Similar ones um, have tried to have been passed in California, um, Pennsylvania, and Colorado actually has something in place that's not real, real strict as the one in New Jersey. But the bottom line is there needs to be some sort of standard, um, you know, for groomers nationwide. And and again, and you know what? It's it's not out of line if you want to stay with your pet. We used to have people stay there at least for once. I mean, you're not going to want to stay after the first grooming because it's not the most fun experience for someone's just sitting there getting hair on them. But you know what? You can see what goes on. You can see how your pet is handling it, if, they, if they're enjoying it, and if the groomer seems to be professional and how they're keeping their place clean and disinfected and all of that. And it's all stuff, you know, you just know where. Fluffy's going. Man's best friend, you know? Check it out. Yeah, totally. I get that. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Bring an animal home for the holidays. Save a fellow's spirit from strife. Bring an animal home for the holidays. And keep it for the rest of his life. A cat, a dog, a bird. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 to reach out to the Dream Team. i got to say, I'm losing my voice. It's been a really it's long all day, this hasn't screaming. it? Oh, you're so excited about this next uh, Well, day. I am. You know, it just seems like a few weeks ago, uh, we were <laughs> t- talking to Steve Panetti, top dog over at Kimpton, who was telling us, well, the, the contest for the fourth year in a row is about to kick off, and here we are at the end. We've selected our winners. <laughs> hey, Steve, how are you doing? Hey, you guys. I'm doing terrific. How's everything at your end? Big day for you guys. It is a big yes, day. And we you know, love this. I got to tell you what's really strange. Everybody I talk to about that's traveling with their pets now, they're, they're all praising Kimpton. They're all saying that they're staying at Kimpton Hotels. I'm wondering why you have such a huge following of pet travelers. Well, you know, we were really the first ones to really go all the way with this. We, we treat pets like their family. We respect them as individuals. Um, you know, I mentioned last call, we've got more and more corporate individual men and women now traveling with their 
because we take so care of them, uh, such great care of them. And, you know, the policies that we have, you know, no fees or deposits, no weight or size or breed restrictions, no, no, no limitations to the number of pets. I mean, we make it awfully easy and awfully friendly to, to make it work so that you can bring your pet along with you, pets well, or family. You do some special things for your pet guests, don't you? Well, we've got some, you know, we've got some great amenities. You know, we've got awesome beds, the bowls, we have placemats, toys, treats, and they're all complimentary. They kind of come with, again, just as if you checked into a hotel, you've got the bed, you've got uh, the soap and shampoo. Again, it's just a holistic approach to taking care of pets on the road. Well, whenever I think of Kimpton, I definitely think of Pet Friendly. And I also think of the Pet Photo Contest, and we've just finished it. We, we've selected the winner. And i got to say, there were a lot. It was tough this year. There were a lot of entries. <laughs> now, we, we hit big this year. We had, you know, in, for two weeks, basically, we had 1,500 entrants. Uh, we had 6,500 votes. This was, wow. But every year, it gets bigger and bigger. What's, what's exciting is, is Tracy this year is uh, a first-time entrant. Uh, and uh, so it's exciting. Uh, she's got a brand new pet at home, and uh, and this all worked out. And she's gonna she's gonna benefit from all the cool things that our partners are gonna contribute to the grand prize. Uh, we've got Olive, uh, Bergen Pets, Pets to Click, Fido Friendly, and Polka Dog Bakery. We've got a lot of good. We got some of the best partners out there, along with Jet Lou. I'm well, excited for it. I believe we have Tracy on the phone. Hi, Tracy. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Now, your dog, El Shih Tzu, who won the contest, is named, now make sure I get this right, it, it's Potato, it. potato McTater? It is Potato McTater. How, how did that happen? Well, the story about his name is actually pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. My husband and I, um, we started calling really cute little chubby babies that our friends and family were popping out potatoes. You okay. Know? You mean, they're round uh, and they're cute and adorable uh-huh. um and we just thought well you know if we ever get a dog and he happens to be brown we're gonna have to name him potato and that's <laughs> oh basically God. how it came to that is wonderful well now as the grand prize winner you'll receive three nights at any kimpton hotel and round trip airfare on jet blue and a hundred dollars at the kimpton restaurant you know we wow. sh- we don't mention the kimpton restaurants enough yeah. they have <laughs> some really great foods do you know what city you're going to go to well, it's funny. We actually just came back from an eight-night stay at a Kipman property in Chicago. Um, we stayed cool. at Hotel Palomar, and we had a lovely time there. So we're definitely looking forward to staying at another Kipton property. So you know um, what it's all about, then? Oh, yeah. we. I mean, it was our first day, and you know, we stayed at other pet-friendly hotels previously, and Kimpton just completely blew them out of the water. Yeah, so we, they, could, we could not stop singing the praises to the staff there. Some of the hotels that claim that they're pet friendly, they have these stinky, smoky rooms in the back. In the that, back, yeah, right. But uh, Kimpton actually goes out of their way to to make your pets visit just an amazing visit. So you've done the Palomar one. So do you know which one you might go to next? Um, well, honestly, with winter kind of very quickly creeping up on us over here on the East Coast, um, we're thinking of Miami. Ooh, Miami. <laughs> oh, there you wow. go. Yeah, and, you know, Potato's never been to the beach. Um, he's only six months old, and we never had the opportunity to bring him over the summer. So I think it'd be great to let him enjoy some fun times in the sand. Yeah. And a nice winter break. So your photo, and we're going to post it up at the website here. In fact, we'll put all the five finalists up there at the website. How did you take that picture there? It was just a great picture. Thank you. Um, we were actually visiting an arboretum in um, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and it was his first time being surrounded by so many trees and leaves. And 
he was just really enjoying himself and exploring his surroundings. So he probably didn't even notice the camera, to be honest. <laughs> um, but I think when it comes down to it, it was probably really sheer luck, a great camera, and liver treats. Because he'll do anything for liver treats. Liver, You know, I'll do almost anything yeah. for liver treats. Yeah, I understand. Well, we all fell in love with his picture, and I'm yes. glad I didn't know his name, because that would have made me really biased. I would have just, just from the name alone, I'm glad I picked him just because he's a little cutie. Thank you so much. We're extremely excited, and, you know, we really enjoyed being a part of the contest and seeing all the other cute submissions as well. Well, congratulations. And, Steve, is there anything you you wanted to throw in? No, I just would like to once again, you've got some awesome listeners and they make this a big time home run every year. So I'm grateful for their participation. I'm always grateful for your guys' support. You're our, you're our biggest fans out there when it comes to being pet friendly and, and bringing pets on uh, vacation or business. Um, so again, just I appreciate the plug for Kempton Hotels and Restaurants. Yeah, and if you already know about it, like Tracy and I know about it, tell a friend that are going to be traveling during the holidays mm-hmm. here. Tell them about Kempton and what kind of experience you had. And tell them to check out the website. It's KemptonHotels.com, K-I-M-P-T-O-N, Hotels.com. And of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. Top Dog Steve Panetti, we will chat with you next year. All right, you got a deal on that. Hey, there it went again. Thanks so much to Lindsey Grant. Dolly Jefferson, amazing 84 years young Dolly Jefferson. Had a lot of fun with her today. Also, Eric Ristow, thank you so much for joining us. Remember, you can catch more Animal Radio on the Animal Radio app for your iPhone or Android or BlackBerry. It's a free download, and you can even ask your questions during the week right from the app. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio on this fine station. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. This is Animal Radio Network.